Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here we are. Look at us facing each other once again, boys. In person. That in person. In person. Shades of Blue Soccer Show <laughs> is recording from the United Soccer Coaches Convention. We're in downtown Kansas City. And Sperry just smacked Daniel. his head under his microphone. Wow, Daniel. you've already you've already like uh, unveiled the guest before the introduction. Yeah, I, well, Daniel, you kind of introduced yourself yeah, there with you, the headband. You added yourself. <laughs> okay. So yes. <laughs> Cody, Robert, and Thad are here on location, and Daniel Sperry has stopped by. Where uh, the the night seems to be kind of winding down. It was a hustle and bustle day on Podcast Row, but uh, yeah, nice things, things started, are finally winding. Baby. We just had a thousand people walk through here. I man. know, man. <laughs> well, the yes, upstairs finally just opened, and the rush and walked through here. They'll, they'll be smooching through here. Smooching. I, I okay. was told that they it's have beer. Never so. smooched before. Oh. Who has beer? Upstairs. Yeah. And is that that's what smoogin is, or you just made up that word? Smoogin, booze and smooze. You never heard of that word? No. Okay. Or that phrase? No. I've, I've heard, heard skulk. Smooze. Uh, Skulking. Did, did, did that not come out correctly as schmoozing? Guys, a moose booze. <laughs> Good lord. This okay. is off the rails. So should we start talking? <laughs> should we? Yeah. Once we all get let's get it more off the rail. Come on. Yeah. How many did? of you have already been drinking? God. <laughs> I've had a lot of coffee today. That's about it's been it. a long day. Yeah. 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 Sperry's all wound up today. So, yes, a lot is going on in Sporting Kansas City world. Yeah, yep. man. Robert Incorrect. just ran through. We've, a lot's been going on today, but Robert just took some notes for us. So Five acquisitions. Five acquisitions. Plus let's two, you know, returnees. And it might yeah. be more accurate to describe Robert just taught Cody who has signed with Sporting <laughs> this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. He said a name a second ago that I had never even heard of. It's like, who the bleep? Like, not, not, it wasn't when this team announced it, that was the first time I heard of it. I missed the announcement and I've never heard of this player. And, All right. and he thought that he signed with the Casey Current. And, and yeah. Daniel Sperry spent a lot of time talking to this well, person today, too. This I player's did. name is Kelsey, and so I'm sorry that no. I, that Kelsey. I, Kelsey. Wait, what? This, that's the tight end they for play the Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the name of the player I did? Courtney Ford. Courtney. Oh, Courtney. Okay. Also you a call girl's yourself name. A fan. <laughs> See? I Gosh. told you. I didn't know this person. Hey. Okay. Courtney. I'm sorry. I My daughter Courtney. has what is sorry, the best and worst pod I mean, we've, we've ever done. <laughs> switch gender with names. It's fine. Yeah, and I don't want to hate fluid on that, names. But yes, I assumed Courtney was playing for the, for the current. So, yes, tell me and our fans about this new addition. 
Well, Mr. Sperry, you spoke with him at depth today. So I, I did. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, Courtney Ford. Uh, this is he was a homegrown signing by the Rapids in 2017. Um, played a really strong 2018 and uh, 2017 and 2018 campaign with them. Um, and then there was some knee injury issues that happened at the end of 2018. Um, I'll say there was a knee issue that happened before of 2018. He played through pain, started 14 straight games to end the season, played through a significant amount of pain um, in 2018 in his knee. And uh, dude got back, um, tried to play. What are, what, what's going on here? I don't know. I'm You're just I'm really scared. going into detail here. I'm this is good. I'm, I'm pushing buttons over here. I <laughs> I'm sorry. I was scared for a second. No, um, <laughs> knee issues. Uh, had two surgeries on it. Missed the entirety of the 2019 and 2020 season. Um, moving on to 2021, he went out on loan to San Antonio FC. Um, played 14 games there. Um, led scored them, a few goals. Scored four goals and helped lead them to um, the uh, semifinals of the Western Conference, or the Western Conference Finals, semifinals of the USL playoffs. Right. Western Conference Finals, lost in penalty kicks to Orange County SC. Uh, he's a really talented center back and had a really high, like, obviously had a very high ceiling um, and high hopes that the Rapids had for him until those injuries and just kind of derailed everything for a little bit and uh, recently lost his mom uh, after a very long battle um, with cancer. Um, and so uh, there's there's a chip on his shoulder that I think is really apparent um, in the press conference today even. Uh, Nate and uh, kind of linked Ike Opara's time before coming to Kansas City and Courtney's time before coming to Kansas City um, in very similar strokes um, and painted them in very similar strokes and the, the issues that they had had. So I, I don't know if it, we're necessarily talking like all of a sudden Courtney Ford's going to come in and be a defender of the year. There's right. two defender of the year candidates that are in front of him on the depth chart at the center exactly. back position, yeah. right? So, but I think, uh, you know, he's a really good depth piece. Um, he's a really strong depth piece. That it has potential. That has potential for the future. Like, I was thinking last year, like, Graham Smith, ceiling was not there anymore. Roberto Puncic, the floor fell out of the bottom and no one could get back <laughs> to the ceiling. Um, and then you had Kaveh Rod, and that was that was it on the back line. And then that's why they were so reliant on Ilya for so long at the yep. back line position. And so, um, but the... We've talk, we'll talk about more additions here, but it's one thing I asked Peter Vermees about. They targeted a lot of high-quality acquisitions along the back line, and uh, Courtney Ford is one, one of the biggest ones that I think slipped under a lot of people's radar. Um, I, I don't I don't quite know when this podcast is coming out live for, for people to listen to compared to when my article will come out live, hopefully here tonight um, at, at time of recording. But, you know, he was pretty disrespected, he felt, um, by the way the Rapids handled him, um, by the way – head coach specifically Robin Frazier handled him um, and he kind of made that known and he said that you know he won, when he finally sat down at the table with Sporting Kansas City felt he got an offer that he that showed that he was valued and respected and he said that that, that, that kind of chip on his shoulder I think is going to a lot of fans are really going to like him and he's really down to earth really open and honest guy um, and very driven guy uh, from talking 1v1 uh, one of the few new signings I've had a chance to really talk to but uh, man I, I, I think people are going to like this guy yeah, because he, he was a free agent coming from Colorado. Mm-hmm. He's, he hit that time, right? But they did make him an offer. They did make him an offer, and it was one that he said to me that he felt he wasn't respected by. Glad to have him. Yeah. I've, I've seen, like, when he was going to Colorado, because he's originally from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, he grew up here till he was, like, 12 before moving to Colorado and then ended up in the Colorado Rapids system. Mm-hmm. There was people here that was very unhappy that he, you know, 
we didn't get him somewhere along the line. Not that we had the mm-hmm. ability to, but no. And the, the situation too. I don't know if, if for listeners, I, I don't know how much you know about his life story, but the reason why they left was that his father, after his mom got custody of him, threatened to kill them, and they moved to Colorado. Um, he had just entered wow. the Kansas City Wizards Academy at that point, um, and that all kind of derailed. So when he got to Colorado. Um, you know, they, they, that's where he really turned into the soccer player that he was um, and stuff. But I chatted with him. He's a, from Olathe. This is where he's born. Went to Northview Elementary for you Olathe folks. A um, lot, lot of interesting information, but cool local signing, really driven player, really good guy. Wow, Sperry giving us a preview of his article before it even <laughs> comes out. And you know what that deserves? A round of applause. <laughs> All yeah. right. Oh, Cody, yeah. Cody has a new toy in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Just, okay, dumb question. I don't know if you know this, but mm-hmm. his dad threatened him. What's happened to his dad? I, I don't know. And I, that was not a question that I asked at that point. Didn't uh, understand. There. Yeah, it, w- it also, like, I'd, you know, that's obviously information that, that's been out previously. And that wasn't right. something that was necessarily part of the interview. But I think that's, uh, he did mention that there's other family here um, yeah. uh, that he doesn't, uh, that maybe not be his dad. <laughs> Yeah, would, uh, that'd be understandable. I'm just hoping if the dad is still here, that's not a issue. I mean, I I don't want to get into his personal life too far, so right. that's that's a line that I too far. I think we've gone pretty <laughs> deep. Well, I, I know, but I tried to bring also, it back to funny. And he's also made right a, he's also made his personal life a pretty open book. Yeah, um, yeah. and so I, I which I is think, the only reason I would even like go there. Right. So. Yeah, and he, I mean, fans, I think. Like connect with that a lot better too. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it means he's dealing with it as well. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So but no, I mean he signing. on the field as far as signings go. I mean his signing, the Denbys, the Lolders mm-hmm. signing, all the there we go the age they're at. Spitting it's out exciting. It's foreign names. I'm, I'm pumped by it. I like these signings for sure. Yeah. Well, and what's under, you know Ford's the old one out of that. The yeah, and yeah, he's 25. But he's got. <laughs> 50-some-odd yeah. MLS games. Yeah. I, I don't remember the exact number, but it's somewhere in the mm-hmm. 50s, I think. So he's yeah. got that experience that if his knee is healthy, if his body is healthy, he can step on the field and play, Yeah, you know, next week. Where, you know, Peter likes to get foreign guys a little experience, and then, you know, it's, center backs is hard to get them experience. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's been talked about in other forums, but the schedule this year is so compact. You know, with the shortened season, we're yeah. going to need – Slightly less compact from last season, but yeah, less yeah. than because there's actually not a lot. There's of a, was there only five games. five double game weeks? In? I think it was less than that. Yeah, but I, I might be wrong. I thought, I thought there was only five. I'll say there's only was five like, midweek matches. I think there was like three, and then if you count in the Open Cup, something yeah, open, else. Open Cups, League Cup will probably create some right. of that. Which yeah, sure. Again, I, I could you be wrong. I'm looking at the schedule right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know other signings you want to talk about. Or you want you guys wanted to talk about? Well, just from my perspective, Veloder is like kind of the instant step in for Fontas. We've seen mm-hmm. he's a left footed. Uh, seen him pass well from a video from three years ago. I he mean, was doing it really well. I'm, I'm just saying, if you're an 18 year old center back pinging diagonal balls like right. that, you got some passing ability. <laughs> yeah. like, that, yeah. that was ridiculous. It's only it's only gotten better. I'm sure. Uh, I, I would hope so. Um, and then Ford would be the logical backup to Izzy. Mm-hmm. And then we still have Kave, Kave who Kave played as the left center back yeah. uh, in the in the game against San Jose that they won on the road. Uh, yeah, he the, did well. Affiliate next to him that was really good after a bad showing in that game right. against RSL. So and, and he's at the age he's at and the experience he's got. He's going to have some good and some bad. Mm-hmm. But I I feel very good about that center of the defense depth. 
I agree. The whole spine, too. I mean, Uri was back. Uh, Uri. 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 I, I'm not saying, I'm <laughs> not saying Uri. I, I it's I right either way. I was never here before, oh, okay. you know, I've just never he heard was that. here before. Okay, so. I'm, going, I'm sticking with um, Uri then. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Yuri. <laughs> Yuri? Yuri? Okay. He Yuri answered Rose. when I called him Yuri, so. Yeah, okay. Any, anyways, uh, Oriole Roselle. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Just say Roselle. <laughs> is, is back in the middle. Um, and Maori, I think, showed glimpses of what we think he could be as the six um, last season when he wasn't quite fully healthy. So the whole spine, I think, outside of the striker position, which, you know, bombshell, um, looks to be really, really strong. Um, a, a, really, a, really strong? Really? The midfield, you think? You, do you have doubts? <laughs> I do. I okay. do. I mean, look at Rossell's past couple of years, his history. You know, he hasn't played a whole lot. You know, he's... He's played a fair amount, actually. Because I was thinking he hadn't played a lot, but... I, I looked went back and, and looked. It's like almost 20 games a year. Yeah. So, it's, I mean... And Orlando's not great. Well, no. And he had some really incredible players that were playing in front of him in that midfield, like jun- Junior or so. Real, like, you want the modern... They should have been better. Huh? They should have been better. They should have been better. Now I I will I'm trying to defend Yuri on one hand, but on the on the flip side of it, I do understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. When I've seen him play, I didn't think he was spectacular, but a lot of it may be the system mm-hmm. where he comes back into this they system. Two, double pivot. And it's he's he was very good at playing and being in the right spot and making those tackles the first time he was here. I'm hoping he is back to that. And even if he's not back to that, you have Maori, Voltaire, Kendo when he's healthy. Cam Duke. Right. I was specifically talking about the holding Felipe. midfield, but yeah. Yes. Felipe Hernandez that's is back. <laughs> I think that's a signing. That's It's almost like a new player coming back. Oh, because oh you wait, wait. Now you sound like Vermees. It's almost like he's a new player. <laughs> <laughs> Resigning the player we've had is almost That's what happens when you start writing almost like a new you become player. a, you know. Oh, stop. Mouthpiece. Insulting. You just be following no. in the family tradition. <laughs> Wow. All right. <laughs> Skipping past Didn't know you were going to get roasted here, did you? <laughs> oh, I expected it. You guys said, hey, come on over. Don't skip out on us. I was like, oh, come on. I know what's happening right now. Yeah, we're, we're not going to record without you, man. No. You looked lonely over there. Yeah, so. yeah see, three of us showed up, only one of you. So. Yeah, yeah it, it's easier when you're going from instead of Denver and Orlando and one in Kansas City to get all three in Kansas City down to the convention center. But Okay, that's valid. Yeah. Valid point. Excuses. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you tell them that, but <laughs> I, I will. All right, but going back to what you said about Felipe, mm-hmm. that is something that I don't think a lot of people are thinking about. And I don't know. We've heard officially that he's been reinstated, but the fact that he went to Arizona, and I've kind of heard unofficially that he's probably. I, I don't. So I don't know if it's. I don't know if it was asked today in the presser because uh, I was it, here. It was not. Like, I think most people are kind of getting the gist of it. It's yeah. just at a point where MLS has to announce it. I, I don't think he could have been on that team plane or anywhere near the facility if he right. wasn't reinstated. I, I um, and so, that it, I, I would assume that that's the that's probably the case there. Um, but if you go back and look at the games he played before he was uh, suspended last year. He was he was coming in. He was he scored a couple goals. He got a couple assists. He was he was he looked he like a player that was about to grasp playing time, serious mm-hmm. playing time. And he and Daniel had like really good connection one two down that left hand side, which is one thing that I think when Kinda was healthy really also helped Daniel. Right? Oh, that, for that, sure. That that tree when that trio there of Martins, Salowy, and uh, uh, and Kinda really was on. I mean that was. Oh yeah, extremely dangerous right. attacking group, and Felipe slotted in perfectly there 
for a good portion of the year. And that's a lot of people uh, heavily criticize Martins, and I understand why. But I thought that he did combine well with Shallowy. Uh, he just his crosses were always just yeah. Combining was never the problem, right? Yeah. It's, it's the close passes were great. <laughs> it, it was the final pass. The final product was yeah. usually lacking on both ends for Martins. So, in agreement. Yeah. In agreement, guys. That's not good for. Content. What about okay? Well, what, what about <laughs> the yell at each other? Speaking of Martins, and Denbe comes in. I don't know. Did you have you guys watched the video at all uh, oh, uh, of, of him? Have you seen? Uh, uh, what do you What are your thoughts on? What are your thoughts on how he's going to fit into it? Yeah, what are your thoughts on that thirty second highlight video that you <laughs> saw of this player? Well, that's the only thing we have sometimes. So I know, I know. You know, I always have to just point that out yeah. because there no, are I other people and and shows. I don't even know if that that's true, but there are other people talking about. Oh, if this is a good signing or not, and right. it just I like. We need to point out the ridiculousness of that. MLS is a different ball game here. You could there. look at my highlight reel of like three minutes <laughs> and <laughs> think I was a great player, from right? The media, from Two the media minutes, game, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, I look back at so hold on, a quick second. I look back at the media game footage a while ago, and I watched it, dude. All the shots of me that are actually in there, I'm doubled over with my hands on my knees because I was so gassed from running. I was so out of shape. Okay, but I'm still ashamed of you you gave me a pass in the box oh. in, in that in one of those games. Dude. And I and I couldn't I didn't open my hips enough and I missed it. I was so I was so mad too because I had the shot and I was like, oh wait, no, this pass would look really sick. So I did it. And then you missed the shot and I, I was know. like, That's you dummy, you it's a media game. It. Just go for glory, rip yes. it on target and get the goal because no yeah. one knows how to play goalkeeper. Yeah, I know and most keepers suck. And that's exactly why I missed it. That same same thought process you had was like, oh I need to uh, yeah, I ju- you just kick it. This guy's not going to stop Outside of anything. my foot or something yeah. like that. Oh, I was trying to, like, technically, like, open up and curl it into the corner. Like, no, just fucking – and there was, like, four of us running into the box at the same time, too. So, <laughs> Are they going to bring it back this year? I don't know. I hope so. Yeah, I miss it. They did last year. Yeah. It was just you a, guys? I was gone. Gosh. Oh, they weren't invited. <laughs> no, I was in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> that did not pass along the, the email <laughs> inviting them to them. <laughs> hey, my team won again, by the way. Uh, we did. A screaming <laughs> upper 90 shot from one of the folks from, I believe, Univision. It was either Univision or Telemundo. Yeah. I can't remember. But actually, really? we were losing until uh, we got some reinforcements. Yes. Wasn't that a training, or where was that at? A.K.A. Ali Trost. Uh Actually, Sam Cosby. Cos- oh, yeah, Sam, Sam did help us out. <laughs> Uh, no, it was at Sporting Park. Oh, it was okay. at Children's Mercy Park. Yeah, played on the field. We played side to side. Played side right, to side right. in like the length of the eighteen yard box. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was about it. Oh man, it's a big nobody field. had gas. I told they were like, "Oh, we're gonna make it a little bit smaller." I don't know if you guys. Have, I was like, "No, keep the space." And then I was sitting there and was like, "Can we shorten the field at halftime?" Goodness gracious! I know what a fucking idiot you were, man. <laughs> Yeah, that that feel I like I run I'm I'm pretty in shape, but two sprints down that field and mm-hmm. my god. Yeah, it's it's a it's a whole different thing. Okay, before we go off the rails again, Logan and Denbe. What little I've seen is he looks good. I mean, again, it's very little that I've seen. I'm trusting that he is I mean, he, he looks like he has some speed. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, we really don't know a lot more about him. I need to see something from him. The highlight videos that we have seen have been minimal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. And Ben Sweat, I mean, if you watch, if you pay attention to Instagram, Ben Sweat won the first was part of the team that won the very I first uh, I saw that. thing. He was part of that group. Um, I, I think he – I know he's returning from injury, but that's a good sign that he's already playing in high competitive yeah. points like that. Um, 
but I, I think the, the Ndenbe thing is interesting because I remember Martins, they all talked about, one, his speed, which I don't know if we ever truly saw how fast he was. He wasn't faster than Gerso. Um, and then the other the other spot was, like, he, he was heralded for his free his set-piece delivery and his ability to hit a dead ball. You would think that would translate into being able to cross, and that wasn't there. So um, the one highlight I have seen from Ndenbe, I saw – watched an extended match of him from the season last season. He was playing as a right back. He got an assist in that match. It was a 2-2 draw. Um, but with his off foot, with his right foot, whipped in a perfect cross that led to that a goal. Um, really very fast, comp, like one-two combination play with the center midfielder and launched up the, the end line. Those are the kind of actions that I think that, that sporting wants. Reminds right. me of Jimmy Madronda, um, you know, who's excelling with, uh, with Seattle um, now. But... Um, I know, right? Just got richer. <coughs> oh boy, but yeah, uh, but but I think Sorry. that's that. Like when you sign, when you're going to sign these players that are U22 initiative players, you're not going to get the top end product that you think you're going to get all the time because they're still in development. So, right. um, being able to see those flashes from him, I think, is going to be the most important thing because still him being like 21 or so, like. He's got a three or four year contract with options beyond that. I mean, he's going to be here for at least a little while unless he's so good that they sell him because he's so good. And then you're going to get that impact right away. So um, his experience with the Belgian youth national team, I think, is is really important um, uh, and puts him in conversations with and playing time with really high uh, quality players, too, um, around Europe. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Two young players. I like it a lot. And potentially a third. Potentially a third. I know. We thought. Or we, more. We thought we might get an announcement today while we were here so we could do all of these in one podcast. Mm-hmm. But I knew we weren't. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever me say today, that we do have a forward spot that we need to fill. So mm-hmm. we'll fill it with a forward. Yeah. Basically what he said. Um, and they, yeah, right. Um, but they have a. a they're get, they need both a striker and a winger, in my opinion. Even before the season, I thought they needed, a, they needed one of those, whether, depending on where they wanted to play Kyrie. Now that. Pulido's out. They need one of both of those, and I think they know that too. Um, I'm curious about the strike position. Obviously, we've all seen the rumors for Marino Cezanis. Um That was better than I'd said it. Yeah. <laughs> the Cypriot. The he kind of went through it quickly. Yeah, Marinos. Yeah. No. Um, that note, I feel like the most notable thing about the fact that he's playing in Cyprus is the fact that he's playing with Mix Discarud, um on that team, mm-hmm. uh, which is that that's where he's at, like, it's, it was like Where's Waldo for a while with this group. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep. Um, but yeah, but the dishonest yeah, thing. mixes it up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> I didn't get to that button. There's no Two button. of us are here, our dads, and only one of them is making the right jokes right now. Wait, isn't there here? Oh, that's no. one. Uh, there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm on. I'm going to keep that's that one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm keeping that one on, this, on the board. Um, <laughs> like a minute, Charlie Brown oh, episode. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've uh, obviously negotiations are still happening. Um, nothing's finally done on that, but um, at, at least I've been told, and I can say publicly, uh, they are close. Um, 
in negotiations. Um, but it's obviously a player they're hot after. Um, a lot of reports out there before anyone here in the U.S. really tried to ask questions about it. So um, I, I think that he uh, he would be an interesting add. Um, shows that, that that was a giant farting noise that just like ripped Wait, out. I don't what? know if the mics picked it up, but there was just a <laughs> yeah, giant farting it. noise that just oh, absolutely like ripped the, out oh, over this the, yeah, auditorium. Like luggage on, on yes. yeah, an airport. That's yes, kind of that's, that's almost what it is. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> or a giant fart. <laughs> yeah, I think it was <laughs> that guy over there in the gray jacket. <laughs> <laughs> he just saw you point at him, too. That was nice. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, but... Pfft, Back to whatever I was trying to say. Oh, you don't want they to be talking about farts? <laughs> <laughs> you have four guys on a podcast. This, is, this has been the expect. most adult <laughs> podcast we have ever done. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Person. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they need that. They need they need the winger. They'll need a striker. I'm curious to see what the, the striker position now now that the the winger thing is out there pretty obviously, I, I'm very curious to see what at some point surfaces with the striker position. Yeah, I don't know how much room they have though. That's the that's the one problem. Um if they sign Marinos, they call him Johnny and Omania, so I don't really know, something like that. Can't have two Zonis. To Zonis. Yeah, I know, but th- the way they Zonis. were pronouncing it was like very Zonis. much like Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. Oh, oh maybe it's yeah. Greek. It, it, they, they speak Greek. Uh, and Turkish. And Turkish. In that country. Yeah, it's weird. So anyway, <laughs> if they sign him, we think that will happen sometime soon. And they've got Veloder and they've got Indian Bay. That's three potential U22 initiative guys. Uh, there's not a lot of international slots left. Even to sign to Zones, they have Green to card. put Lido on yeah. season-ending injury to have the international slot, unless a couple people get green cards. Right. But even beyond that, you still don't have a lot of international slots left, if, even if they get another one. And the money. Yeah. I think we'll one. I think we'll see green cards. Um, uh, that that was something that Vermees kind of hinted at when asked about it in a press conference uh, Thursday last week. Yeah. Um, and he said it'll come. And even with like the U twenty two initiative stuff, like uh, obviously Veloder and um, Indenbe qualify, and they are not wanting to put official tags on anything yet. Because let's say they do sign, use the, a U, sign a, U, a player who would qualify for a U twenty two initiative slot of striker. Um, they some one of those would need to not be in the U twenty two initiative right. slot because you only get three. So if, if if that's the case, then they they're not ready to label those tags on it. So roster compliance date will figure out who got international slots. I Sporting is not Inter Miami. Uh, they, they they know how many DPs they have. They're going to be roster <laughs> compliant. They're going to figure out ways to get their international slots. They have plenty of allocation money. Um, they got a million, at least a million fifty extra of it from the Busio sale right. um, that for use. So um, that that is uh, th- that's th- that's a lot of money. In international slots are only two hundred fifty k, and I'm sure some team like the San Jose Earthquakes who aren't buying anybody at the moment um, probably uh, could 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 sell off one of those that already did to Houston. Um, they could do it again. Um, so I, I think... But what would they use the money for if they're not using it? Well, if you if you saw the, the reports from Almeida today, he said they only use the money that they get from the league. So yeah. if right. you, if yeah, you sell off it. another one, there's <laughs> 500K that they could maybe put into a player. That's what got them Jeremy Ibobise. So who would be really helpful to Sporting Kansas City right now anyways. I've, uh, I've seen some people making suggestions, but I don't know. We'll see. 
And then supposedly there's a rumor of a Swedish or a Swiss board also. I didn't. I the one rumor that I saw about that, and this is nothing that I've heard from actual people at Sporting, just right. things on the internet, um, was a, things, things, a stri- articles, stories written by people who um, know things out there. Uh, is that there was a it was, it was a player French player actually uh, French Ghanaian uh, striker out of the Swiss league. Um, interesting. He's got a lot of goals, some penalties, a lot of them finishing off plays in the box. Uh, more of a target man, physical, large physical target man kind of a thing. Yeah. But Swinging back to the Cypriot winger for a second. Ooh, Cyprus. Um, so proud of himself for nailing that. You were waiting there with Cypriot for a while, <laughs> weren't you? I said Cypriot earlier. He leaned he into said the it like mic. five times. Yeah. That one you looked especially proud of yourself. You Cody doesn't just know who the signings are. Sure He's not even listening to the podcast. It's being recorded in front of him. This is why it's all I true. am recording it. That's what I'm doing <laughs> over here. He's not listening. <laughs> all right. Yes, Dad. What about him? Looking at his highlights and looking at some of the, the game video that I found of him, I did really like that he he was putting him in left-footed. He was putting him in right-footed. He was doing it from a little bit of distance. He was doing it with runs into the box. He was doing it with broken plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like the fact that he scored from multiple different ways and both feet. That just bodes very well to me. Yeah. Good note. Good shout. Okay. I, 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 have, I watched a little bit on him, so I haven't seen as much. You'll have to send me the link. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I liked all that, but mostly I liked his attitude. He seemed to be hungry. He seemed to be aggressive, maybe a little bit cocky in that way, yeah. which is a good thing for a forward and our, or a striker. Uh, so. And our Cypriot uh, sources said that he did have a really high work rate. Right. Worked back. You know, that's a key thing for sporting. So. Tis, tis. U.S. national team scrimmage, right? That's the first one? Yeah, tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? It's tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll hear nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, guys. Are door. we good? Do we want to talk about any other teams in the city that are signing players? Like the current? Yeah. And yeah. I believe there's another another team we should give a shout to as well. Yeah. Who would that be? The KC Comets. The talk of the convention here. Bye. I know. Bye, Sperry. He's leaving us. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, the mic part. Okay. Anyway, um, we ran off Sperry. We just chased him away. I guess he claimed <laughs> to be coming back. Oh, and now I lost where we were. Where, where were we talking about? Current comets. Yes, KC yeah. comets. The talk of the convention with a big event, big game on Saturday night at T-Mobile Center against the Tacoma. I already forgot. Stars. 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 <laughs> oh, I thought it was a cooler name than that. That's boring. Tacoma Taco Stars. Taco Masters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know, the, on the big stage, Team Mobile Center, I imagine it'll draw a good amount of people from this convention here. So it should be pretty exciting. We had Kevin Ellis on. If you haven't listened to that podcast yet, check it out. Kevin Ellis and Brian Budzinski. Budzinski. You look like you were looking to me like for the pronunciation, so I just went ahead and said that. Sorry. <laughs> Got it for me. Thad just calls him Bud. That's what he goes by a lot. So yeah, that was a good, that was a good convo. I would, yeah, that, that should be a good game. I'm happy for the Comets. I want that league to do well. And actually, Budzinski is a person that anybody who follows the Comets should know because he, he's been the driving force behind them coming back in this latest iteration, and he left ownership and management for a while with some other stuff, but he's back, and 
they are building and a good team and doing really well. They're seven and one right now going into this game Saturday. Uh, they were six and zero before this last two game road trip, and they lost one one game on that road trip. They of their eight games they played, six have been on the road, so it's been pretty tough. But they have been pretty darn good. Oh, hey, look who decided to show up. So I have a blood pressure medicine that I take, <coughs> and it dries my throat out like crazy. Oh. Ends up with a whole lot of fun coughs, so I don't have COVID. Nice. If I have, you hear me hacking up a lung, my throat's just dry as the freaking Sahara. So, okay, This so is a pod for really getting into people's personal lives. Yes, yeah, we got very personal tonight. I feel like it'd be, if, it, if COVID didn't exist, I don't feel like this would be a disclaimer that I would have to do every time I have to cough in exactly. public. Okay, I, I do want you to realize the people listening to this pod are in no danger of catching COVID from you. I don't have COVID. <laughs> All these guys are sitting here looking at me at this table. <laughs> I don't have COVID. Just so you I've know. literally tested. So, Thad. So back to the current. Tell us about the new current Kansas City current players. Well, actually, the biggest news for them is they got a new general manager and a new coach. Yeah. Cammy Levin, uh, Matt Potter. The, uh, Matt Potter is the new coach. Cammy Levin is the new GM. Uh, Hugh William, the former coach, is now the director of soccer operations, whatever that actually means. Technical director, is that the same thing? Ah, who knows. It sounds like one step below. Below what? Technical director? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's whatever anybody wants to call it nowadays. <coughs> they have been really rebuilding the team this year with signings, Sam Ewis, uh, trade for Sam Ewis, star midfielder for the national team, one of the uh, Ballon d'Or feminine I don't know how they actually say those words, but feminine. Finals. That's, how, that's how that always Good sounds in my head. What? Feminine. Yeah. <coughs> that. Uh, Ford Lynn Williams, national team player. They just re-signed Desi Scott today for a year contract. Chris Nedman's returns for a year contract. Yep. Outgoing Darian Jenkins and um, right. uh, Jessica Silva. Did they, they, did they announce Silva? Uh, Silva, uh, they they did not publicly announce Silva. Jessica ah. Silva publicly announced Jessica Silva leaving yeah. Kansas City. Yes, she did. And <laughs> she had some ability, but I'm not sad to see her go. If that's being mean, so be it. Being mean? Who cares about being mean? We're talking Apparently about some truthful, players. Sad. Truthful. As no. you see it. <laughs> she had, like, moments and flashes, but they always built her up last year, like, way bigger than they should have. But they had not a lot of players to build up last year. So. Wow. All right. Look at that. That's we covered all three. And it opened up an international slot for them. We covered all four soccer teams in this city tonight. SKC 1 and 2, Comets and Current. Did we really cover two? Are we, are we, we are mentioned we it. Are we really talking about? Job done. Are we done talking Benny about? Benny Fail Harbor? I see it. Did we talk about that? Oh, Benny Failhaber and Ike Parra. Yeah. We spoke BSI, the, the coaching staff. That's what we're getting right. I don't know. <laughs> yes, BSI, the, the coaching staff. I'm excited. I like They're a good duo. It warms my heart that they're working together. I love it. I don't yeah. know why. It's like I, there's nothing specific I can think of that like makes it cool, but it's just, it just like really pleases me to hear the news that Ike Parra is Benny Failhaber's assistant coach of SKC2. <laughs> that news surprised me much less than the news about him being a scout for like four months for Nashville and nobody freaking knowing about it. That was since weird. May. Last since year. May last year. Oh, yeah. Which was which because they, they didn't announce the right. that he was 
my friend Jacob was the one, and Tom broke that story that he was getting the, uh, the, the buyout exercised and he was done. And that was like last summer and after May. Yeah. So very weird, interesting. And he was doing it with former sporting right back Chance Myers. Mm. Oh, Chance is over there in Nashville, huh? Mm-hmm. He's, he seems like the not hair. A, not the a hair Nashville just person. like seem. No, he seems like a Californian person, not nah. Nashville. Nash Vegas is a something else. I, w- I went there for the World Cup qualifier, and oh boy, I was not. I've never been to Nashville before. I was not ready for. Okay, maybe I'm Broadway. misjudging. Maybe I'm just misjudging. I'm headed there for the away game this year, so. Yeah, that'll be I fill went, me I in, went, Mr. I, Sperry. Oh, I, I went with my wife, and so the, because they played at the Nissan Stadium, there's a footbridge that goes over the river um, that you walk across from downtown into over to the stadium. Now, everybody and their mother is walking back. COVID stuff still. Yeah. Raring to go. Delta full on, uh, full on going. No masks anywhere. Uh, streets packed. And so we waited at the top of the stadium for, the, for the, the footbridge to clear. We'd go across the footbridge. But all those people went into Lower Broadway, which is all the honky-tonk bars and everything that's down there, right before you can actually get into a place that's even remotely easy to get an Uber from. <laughs> and uh, we, we walking back through that was just absolute chaos. Absolute chaos. Um, Sounds fun. So where's the new stadium located then? So the new stadium is going to be located um, gosh, south of the river. I'm just trying to think of ge- geography. Um, south of the river. Um, it's on the uh, outside of town, kind of by the uh, raceway and the fairgrounds out there. Um, I, it's going to be – the new stadium looks awesome. Uh, I'm really happy for Nashville. I think it looks cool. Um, they've done everything right so far, I think, for an expansion Except team. for the logo. The logo is okay. But they, here's the thing. The Nashville – everything Nashville – I don't know why I was talking about stuff. Yeah. Everything like Nashville. Nashville has done so far, at least from my opinion, has embraced what Nashville is. The whole uh, – like like the, the – you know how you get the log in Portland? You get uh, – a get a hard like a, a what's it called a, a words escaping me a vinyl you get like a vinyl record right. that plays yeah, you put it, it on a record yep. player plays the goal the tv goal call of your of your goal that you scored they do that for every single goal that's scored for everybody on the team then they have the whole riff off the opening riff kind of a thing before the kick so yeah, well, we have i believe that we will win which <laughs> i believe will never die um at some point it will but it ain't, it ain't anytime soon. Soon enough. Some are, but some are wishing it. Some are wishing it. The riff, though. The riff is the riff. Yeah, that's, that's what they nice. do. That's all cool. that. Just very Nashville-type stuff. Um, I feel like they've done a good job of considering the turnout at the game and how even in the middle of all Nashville's like Bachelor Party Central, right? Like we were sitting there, people watching while we were waiting for our two-hour wait to get into the brunch place. And we sat out on the patio with coffee and just watched everybody walk around and i kid you not as many bachelor parties as there were were u.s soccer fans in full garb scarves it's hot muggy disgusting at 11 o'clock in the morning and they're all out there so i really impressed with how they've turned that city into a real soccer town except for the fact that nobody recognized dane saint dane saint Clair, the goalkeeper for minnesota in street clothes um at uh the, one of the main restaurant places down there so I would not and recognize a lot of players in just regular street clothes. The only reason I did because I was city? like, I was like, hmm, that looks kind of like him. I looked up a picture. He walked by again, and I was like, Dean. He stopped and he turned around, and I was like, 
What's up, man? I just gave him a fist bump. I said, I won't <laughs> blow your cover. Keep going. Because nobody, there was Canadian fans all over. Brought, uh, what's the place? Um, Assembly Hall in Nashville is like a giant food court. I cannot believe high. how in-depth we've gotten into Nashville. Well, hey, you know, I the like relevance, though, go, go they're in the Western like, Conference now. Cody. They are. They're in our conference. And, and they're, they're going to have a very popular road trip. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I want to go, too. Um, one of the things that they've done right was hiring Mike Jacobs from Sporting. Kansas City. <laughs> and he has he's a he's a good guy. He's a smart guy. And he's helped build that club. Yeah. A lot of those player moves, I'm pretty sure, has been his moves. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to call it now. It's going to go down to Seattle, Nashville, and us. Calling it. Bold. Yeah. I, don't know. I, th- I think there's going to be an adjustment period. How long did it take for Sporting Kansas City to get in the top half of the Western Conference when they moved? It took until 2018. That was the first time they were good enough to get a home game. Yeah, but they've got solid defense. That's a big leg up. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to get a parking ticket if we do not go soon. Okay. We have one more thing to discuss. What do you got, Thad? A friend of the pod stopped by while we were sitting here waiting for Sperry to come over because it took forever. (laughs) But a friend of the pod stopped by, and he had a suggestion of something we should discuss and see what other people think. And his suggestion was moving Kyrie Shelton to center back. Okay, he's built in like the one. context, it makes no sense. But, okay, go ahead. <laughs> he's, he's built like one. He's got the strength. Who uh, posed this idea? A, a friend of the pod. That's all I'm going to say. Exactly. Is his name Thad? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> you distance yourself from that friend. one, clearly. <laughs> Cody was here. It was just Thad. It's okay. It was we, we'll talk about it off the record. No, I... Okay, and as I know that's as much of a joke as it is something that someone seriously thought. I, It's an interesting concept, but... Nope. Also, we would not have a striker <laughs> if we did that. And Some would say we don't. How many center backs do we have now? <laughs> yeah, we have like the ninth center back. Okay. We can, he- we can just listen to everybody. I mean, he's a really false nine because everyone constantly misnomers Kyrie as a false nine when he is... Absolutely not a false nine. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Complete opposite of a false nine. He is all over the place, though. He is. In yeah. so many ways. <laughs> um, no, and Kyrie's a great guy. And He's I what you call a mobile target man. I can understand why you would at least have the idea of maybe seeing him as center back because of his size, because of his strength. Right, when he's, right. When he's in the box defensively, he's usually pretty good about that. He is. Um, I just think the failure would be that if you haven't played defense for the last six years. Yeah, because he's not a center back. Are we really analyzing this like that? <laughs> like, he's not a center Of course that's why it wouldn't work. He's never played center back. I'm just saying, that's that's why it wouldn't work, because you haven't got those instincts. Yep. Okay. Vermees well, did it, though, note. so, hey. What's that? Vermees did it. we got to make him a midfielder first, and then you can make well, him a center back. Oh, Vermees just went straight back, didn't he? Did he? I, I don't I know. I think he did. Oh. should ask him. I'll ask him one of these it's, days. I remember right. He's he's like center forward, center back. Yep. Mm. It's very Ronald Coleman esque. So maybe There's it would shout. work. But Vermees is a one off. Yeah. It's one of a kind. Yeah. That was probably a better way to say it than the one off. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, I think this was a very good first day of the United Soccer Coaches Convention. And, uh, yeah, we should get a couple more good interviews tomorrow. I'm excited. Yeah, much better than me. Goodness. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow.